everybody, and welcome back to the Sour Matt Antics podcast. He's Matt. I'm Sam. He struggles to see colours, and I struggle to see red flags, and that's just the way it is. Oh, it's just, oh, it's not set the tone for the episode, has it, so girl? Just, um, just to confirm for everyone, I never tell Matt what I'm going to say when I, when we do those. I, you know, no, I never know. I never know. So it's always the element of surprise. Oh, dear. No, the, <laughs> all the other ones we've done, it hasn't been acting because, you know, we're not actually that good actors. It is always Matt's, like, fresh reaction to what I say. <laughs> Brilliant. It's kind of on par with highlight of the week for me. (laughs) Anyway, we are back with episode nine. Nine, Segura. Episode nine. (laughs) Honestly, I can't believe it. I said just once again, thank you to everyone who's listening, who is just liking our comment, liking our things on our Instagram, our TikTok, or if we'd make an announcement over Facebook, like. Anything that you you do to support the podcast, we greatly appreciate it. We honestly cannot distress how much we are enjoying. Like even people just saying, "Oh, listen to the podcast; it's really good." No, I completely agree, Sir Um It's it's so it's heartwarming. Um, some of the uh, feedback we've had. Um, it really I is. Know, I know quite a lot of people um, at work um, listen to it. A couple of members of my family and everything, um, and it's just. Even, you know, it's just, I, I have no words, just how grateful we are. Um, yeah, and like we've created this little community because like when we post something on our TikTok, on our Instagram, whatever it is, that people understand it's like an in-joke and, and they send us replies to our stories, like laughing at me, calling Matt Francis, for example, or oh, whatever yeah. it is, it's whatever still it happening. might be. <laughs> to this day, literally today, okay, somebody at work, saw me and said, oh, you're right, Francis. I'm like, <laughs> for goodness sake. Like, come on. <laughs> oh, do you want to briefly explain to the viewers, um, Sir Robert, what you did earlier on? Oh, yeah. The, uh, <laughs> story? Um, so I was on TikTok and, I, and um, one of Francis' stories came up and it was Francis um, saying goodbye to a, a friend that he'd been meeting up with to do some train spotting. And um, I shared it to our podcast Insta and uh, captioned it live actual footage of Matt Dyer, <laughs> actual footage of Matt Dyer saying goodbye to Sam Cropper uh, last week. <laughs> and people wonder why I get called Francis all the time. <laughs> the amount of people that like replied to that story laughing was brilliant. <laughs> oh, my goodness. But also, I just want to say... You know our little um, so obviously on our TikTok we mainly do like little dad dad jokes and things like that, just some like some extra content. But we shared it to Instagram, and um, uh, one thousand times our following saw me make a little joke, a little dad joke, and my mind is just blown. Interestingly, the the one I made, uh, the bridge over troubled water, that's only had about five people look at it. So I think it was at seven. Oh, seven. Oh, we've, we've moved up again, have we? Seven. Gone up in the world, my guy. Seven. Oh, thank seven goodness people. for that. All you, uh, of course. Of course. Sakura, how have you been this week? Oh, um. This <laughs> <laughs> sums it up for both of us, doesn't it? I'm all right. Yeah, I'm all right. I'm all right. Um, no, fuck that. No, 
Matt, I'm... <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> I'm Here not, we go, then. I'm not really doing amazingly. Um, like I found some things out about stuff that happened in like my past relationship, which I'm, I'm not going to go into. Um, but it's kind of affected me a little bit. But that's just kind of put a damper on my week because I'm also more annoyed that I've let it get to me because I've been having a great sort of couple of weeks. Mm. And like I'm just enjoying like doing everything, including being at work. I'm enjoying that and I'm enjoying the commute into work and out of work and just seeing people again, like seeing people, people my work colleagues and going for a drink with them and things like that. Um, so yeah, that's kind of been a big sort of thing that's pulled me down this week. But other than that, I'm all right. I just, I think, you know, when I put it on my TikTok earlier as well, that like my personal, when men say, oh yeah, I'm all right. I'm all right. We're not, we're not okay. And we've said it before. We are fed up of this stigma and, and feeling like we can't say when we're not okay. And so I'm right, but the truth is I'm, I'm not. No. How have you been this week? Oh, so good. Well, I mean, it's much the same as last week. I get up, I go to work, big up the Polar crew. You know who you are. Polar gang. The Polar gang. <laughs> polar crew. Um, and then I come home, I watch the bill, and I go to bed. Um, so you get up, it. you get up, you see the polar pals, you come home. The polar pals! <laughs> you, you come home, watch the bill, and have some food. Yep, pretty much. Shout out to the polar pals. Shout out to the polar crew. You know who you are. Now, but I, I understand that there is something that you want to share with us this week. Uh, yes, Agora. I um, so I was reflecting during the week on some of the um, stories that I put in the last podcast for the Halloween special. You may remember. Mm. Um, I do remember a few creepy stories that I matter. Well, you say that, Agora. I, I, my, on reflection, I don't think they were fantastic. Um, in my opinion, some were very good, and the others chair. were. The chair was the, terrifying. Yeah. Others were um, not yes. so good. Yes. Yes. Um, so what I've done, Sakura, is I've found the king, shall we say, of Matt Dyer Halloween stories. Ooh, okay. 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 Um, so it's entitled. It's it's going to take me about five minutes to read it, but do listen to everything I'm saying. Um, so what you're saying is, don't put myself in me and fall asleep. That is what I'm saying. Yes. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. I can do that. Um, so it's. We'll put you. On, we'll put you on hold. <laughs> Don't ring me. Put me on hold for three minutes. I won't do um, that again. No. If you, I would appreciate that. Um, so, Robert, this is entitled Three Boys Go Into a Haunted House." So, if you like, just think of me, you, and special guest Glenn. Ah. Okay. A jolly boy outing. The Gentlemen's Club on tour. <laughs> Okay. Indeed, I, indeed. I've, I've got it, I've got it. Let's go. Okay, so go on. So, yes, three boys go into a haunted house. <clears throat> three boys go into a haunted house. One bought a knife, one bought a gun, and one bought some cough drops. They crept in. It was pitch black and stone quiet. They were suddenly starting to regret this dare. 
stupidly, only one brought a flashlight. The aggressive darkness and inky black yielded grudging compliance, always seeming to push back. They moved cautiously onward amid the dust and cobwebs. The floor creaked. They breathed in tight, quick breaths. You could hear a pin drop. I don't have a pin to drop, so... Imagine it. Imagine it. Suddenly, there was a deep moan. Mm. It seemed from below them. The house had been abandoned for years. Who, what, could make such a sound? Boys looked at each other, but continued on, hearts pounding in their chests. As they proceeded into the kitchen, they encountered a swarm of flies. Buzzing and beating their necks and faces, they rushed and stumbled to the door, not stopping to see what they were truly feasting on. They slammed the door behind them. Maybe a body? No way were they going back to find out. And again came the sound. Mm. But louder this time and closer. Mm. Mm. <laughs> moving again. <laughs> they proceeded through the dark into the dining room. They saw a fully set dining table covered in cobwebs, dust-covered regal-looking glasses, goblets, and silverware dormed the table. Spiders climbed on ivory plates, clearly a house of privilege and set for a grand feast which never happened. Or perhaps met a fatal end. They pushed on, but again the unearthly howl. Mm. <laughs> it's <laughs> a more cow like. It's just a moo at this point. A moo for the chew. They found the basement staircase. From below, the sound seemed to be emanating. Could they proceed? Would they? Did they dare? Two of the boys looked at each other, faces filled with worry. But the third said confidently, we're going down there. Not seeming to be the weaker, the other two boys steeled themselves and nodded. The stairs creaked and groaned evilly under their feet. The rickety banister shook in angry defiance. Insects and vermin scattered underneath them with every step. They were descending into hell. They knew that none would turn back. And the sound... (laughs) Now loud enough to fill not only their heads, but seemingly to claw at their very souls. Now at the basement door, that antique crying squeak of the hinges... I don't know what that is, but, you know, insert noise here, made the boys wince, almost cover their ears. But they had to know what is making that horrible, terrible sound. (laughs) In the centre of the basement lay an unholy coffin, a twisted artistic expression of murder, decay and disease. Christ. Brutish, incorrect lengths had been forced together, buckling the wood 
and bulging the steel at points as if death itself were attempting to escape. It was festooned with beast-like emblems and descriptive artifacts, skulls, antlers, skins, totems, and drenched in the colour, blood. It was true, the house really was haunted. <laughs> now the boys realised with sheer horror that the insane moaning was definitely coming from inside the coffin. Before the boys could turn and run, the coffin began to shake. They froze. Then it suddenly lifted off the ground. They gaped in terror, shaking violently and rising. The coffin started to turn. It turned and turned and gained speed. It was spinning in the air before them. A mix of terror and fascination gripped them. Unable to look away, unable to run, it spun faster and faster and faster. Ooh. So, Gorba, do your noise. Ooh. No, no, louder because you're there. Oh, sorry. <clears throat> Very good, sir. The first boy with the knife slashed in the air in front of him as if to stab away at the evil. Then he dropped the knife and ran back up the stairs, never to be seen again. The second boy with the gun fired warning shots at the ceiling. Bang! Bang! But then thought better of it, dropped his gun and also ran up the stairs, also never to be seen again. The third boy stood there calmly, reached into his pocket, and popped a cough drop into his mouth. He sucked on it for a bit, and the coffin stopped. What an absolute <laughs> psychopath. What the fuck? No psychopath, that you just... That <laughs> you just... <laughs> sorry, to, uh, sorry to burst in there, man. Please, please proceed. I can't. That's the end. You just... What do you mean, that's the end? You just shat all over the pun right at the end. He, he popped in a cough drop and the, the thing ended. The stopped spinning. The third boy stood there calmly, reached into his pocket and popped a cough drop into his mouth. He sucked on it for a bit and then the coffin stopped. Am I dumb? What the fuck? Coughing? Coffin? Cough drop? Oh. That makes no sense. <laughs> They go into a haunted house, and then one of them, let's call him Glenn, decides he's going to pop a cough drop in his mouth, and then I... <laughs> uh, this is not how I thought this was going to play out. I'm just I, so confused. I, I thought he was going to really love that pun because it's so stupid, and the 15,000 million years it takes to set up that one pun, I thought he was going to be in hysterics. <laughs> and you're just like... Well, that just makes no sense. The problem is, I was so invested in this being a scary story because that's what it was billed as. In the in the title, it says three boys enter a haunted house. So I'm built. I'm there. I'm like, is Dracula going to come out? Is it going to be a thirsty girl? What's going on? I was not. I was not ready for the pun. But Mad, I do have a few questions. I, I, don't, <laughs> I don't have answers to this. Go on. The first one is um, <clears throat> it's, it's it's a simple one, really. Uh, did Susie from Countdown write this fucking thing? Susie Dent? 
Susie Dent from Countdown emanating. And what was the other crazy words as they like came down the stairs into the room? There was some you were speaking some high level English. Did you also spied a thesaurus? Yeah, it's definitely not something Matt Dyer wrote, that's for sure. Um it was that is that is A star level writing. And also I think A star level punditry. See what I did there? <laughs> I, I did. I did. I did. <sighs> so anyway. So, so the pun is the psychopath stops coughing. The coffin stops. <laughs> Let's call him Glenn. <laughs> has a cough drop and the coffin stops. I'm Matt Dyer. Mic drop. Good night. Here's Sam Cropper picking up the mic and saying, I'm disappointed. <laughs> if you oh, there we go. Out. Yes, well done on some of those words, though, Matt Dyer, because I would not have been able to read them. <laughs> uh, I mean, especially as I was reading, like, pretty quick as well. It's now time to cross the Bridge of Banter as we go and visit our friend Sam Cropper in our segment, Storytime with Sam. Now gather round, everyone. It's time for some stories. So this week... I have. You're right there, Madara. Yeah, no. So this week, I've chosen the topic of uh, dating and relationships, Madara. Or the beginning and the end of relationships, I should say. I mean, every story you ever do on this segment is some kind of relationship based. So. I mean, I don't think we can call the woman that heats up some carrots and hot dogs and, um, how do we say stored them in a certain location that I would not be storing hot foods. I don't, I wouldn't call that a relationship. Very true. So call unless you, unless you called the carrot Dave, I mean, <laughs> but so the five choices are, my guy, are you ready? Yeah, go on. Had a date last night. It went really, really well. However, she believes the earth is flat. Unironically. The second one is, am I the arsehole for ghosting Tinder chicks? What a lovely phrase. Number three, am I the arsehole for saying I prefer sushi to children? Number four, am I the arsehole? I knew my best friend's girlfriend was cheating and I didn't say anything. And the final one is, am I the arsehole for telling my friend his girlfriend was cheating on him? Mad eye, which one do you want to hear first? Uh, let's go with number four, Sagro. Am I the arsehole? I knew my best friend's girlfriend was cheating, and I didn't say anything. Yes. Okay, are you ready? I'm ready. My best friend at work has a history of cheating on the girls that he dates. Standard. Maintaining multiple relationships at one time, and just generally not caring about the women that he's in the relationships oh, with. Oh, he's a fucking dickhead then, isn't he? Get in the bin. <laughs> what a fucking dickhead. I hate people like that. So I'm sorry to interrupt already, but man alive. I also hate people like that, my dear. Mm. Carry on, Sagrobo. <laughs> okay, I'll carry on. <laughs> sorry. That's the quickest interrupt to tell someone to get the bin that we've had yet. <sighs> this one was no different. They were technically dating, but my best friend constantly talked about how much he didn't care about her and how he was going to cheat on her the first chance he got and so on and so forth. 
This girlfriend is friends with my wife and they work together. My wife loves the place she works, the people, the job, just everything about it. Can you relate to that, Madar? No. <laughs> Not really. Sorry, Polar Pals. No, I'm, <laughs> no I, I, should, I should probably just interject here. Uh, I very much value my colleagues and I get on well with 98% of the people that work at Polar Crew. You value the Polar Pals? I value the Polar Pals, just not... Where they are. Yes. And where you are as well, collectively. Anyway, moving on. Anyway. But this girlfriend has a history of starting drama at work that gets people fired when she doesn't like them. About a month after my best friend and his girlfriend start dating, the girlfriend tells my wife that she has another boyfriend that she's living with. And they've been dating on and off for the past couple of years. Obviously, my wife tells me because we tell each other everything. However, my wife tells me that I can't tell my best friend at all or the girlfriend will be mad at her. So I'm stuck with a dilemma. Do I tell my friend that his girlfriend is cheating? That would risk the girlfriend getting mad at my wife and starting enough drama to make my wife hate going to work and or get fired. Or do I keep it from him, knowing that even though he probably won't care about being cheated on, he will be mad at keeping it from him. I made a decision, and I chose the latter. Fast forward another month of me trying to urge him to break up with his girlfriend without telling him why, he and the girlfriend finally break up. Mostly because he is trying to get back with his ex, apparently. The girlfriend also quits her job, so I'm finally safe to tell him this morning that she had another boyfriend that she was living with. He tells me that he already knew, and he knew that I knew. So he's mad that it took me this long to come to tell him. I tried explaining why I couldn't tell him, and that if he actually cared about her, I would have told him straight away. But drama at the wife's work would have been damned. He's still angry with me, though. So read it. Am I the arsehole? So, Cobra. I know what you're going to say, and I agree. You know, I fucking hate people. Know what I'm going to say, well, everybody in this book just needs to get in the fucking bin. It's, yeah. What is wrong with... I just... I hate people. I just don't get the... I just don't get the cheating. It's just... So, Cobra, I don't know about you. Mm. I, well, other than I despise people that cheat on people. Yeah. I think their insert word here, maybe beginning with C. C bomb dropped. Yes. I just, I, I just. <laughs> just you say them. To, I just don't know what to say. They're just, they are scum. They are, yeah. the, they are the shit on my shoes, so Grubber, quite honestly. I think the worst part of this story is they're cheating on each other or well one's actually cheating but they're not cheating they're cheating on the boyfriend that they're living with with this person yeah and uh, she's living with him and she's going and like cheating with this guy and they're actually like calling each other boyfriend and girlfriend and then she goes home and she's got another boyfriend that she's living with and has been dating on for years even if they're in and off the fact that they, when they were on and on, she was dating and actually in a relationship with this other person, it's just fucking wrong. And the worst part of this is, 
the worst part is I bet I would bet my bottom dollar that the girlfriend has said to the guy that she's like dating the 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 one that wants to cheat on her that once they've broken up and everything that she got into a relationship with him because the guy that she was living with dating had done something wrong and it's just ridiculous i'm really annoyed at people that are like that and think that's okay but also show no remorse and have no emotion behind it and just think that what they've done is fine and it's acceptable in society but it's just fucking not it's just horrible it's the worst thing cheating on any level several whether that be in an exam whether that is on a partner yeah is just not acceptable and i don't understand how people think that it is acceptable like yeah but it's the no guilt for me the no guilt behind it it's just nuts yeah because if you call it call call them out on it they'll go into defense mode and then it will suddenly come back as your fault yeah exactly exactly and you know the best friend here he's stuck between a rock and a hard place on the one hand his wife might lose his job and then he can't have that because they're still collectively got to put food on the table. Yeah. He didn't say if they have kids or anything, but let's say they don't have kids and it's just those two in the household. You, you still need to be able to put food on the table for both, like both parties still need to be able to bring things to the table financially. Or he loses his best friend, which he has done here, which is the lesser of TV, two evils because he's still got his wife here and he's still got his wife in a job. So I think he's made the right decision. I, I personally don't think he's the arsehole in the story. The arsehole are two fucking idiots in this well, yeah, sham yeah. of a relationship that thought that cheating and wanting to cheat on the other one was okay. Yeah, I agree. So I agree on that. The comments. Here we go. This um, is the this is the comment that I I personally think is hits on the head. Go on. Not the arsehole. You're married to your wife. Your commitments are to her. And your commitments to her supersede your commitments to other people. If she tells you keeping a secret is important, that takes precedence over making sure your friend leaves his girlfriend a week or two before he's planning to. I think that's completely right. You know, it's a marriage. He's not, it's not, it's not his girlfriend or anything coming up. It's his wife. Yeah. They've made that legal commitment so yeah not the arsehole the other two idiots are okay you um ready for some more options better for the rest of them yeah go on son okay so the options are number one had a date last night it went really really well however she believes the earth is flat unironically number two am i the arsehole for ghosting tinder chicks Number three, am I the arsehole for saying I prefer sushi to children? Hopefully just, that's not to eat. Can I just say that yes. um, that expression, Tinder chicks, is it's fucking awful. Yeah, it's it's awful, awful, isn't it? Absolutely yes. awful. And the final one is, am I the arsehole for telling my friend his girlfriend was cheating on him? Oh, so Grubba, I think we're going to have to go with the, um, the, uh, the flat earth. Earth one. Right, here we go. Had a date last night. It went really, really well. However, she believes the Earth is flat, unironically. She also believes the universe is geocentric and that the sun and the moon are the same size. 
Dating Sorry, has been terrible. Dating has been terrible for me recently. I know how hard it can be to find someone you get along with. So where do I go from here? This was posting uh, relationship advice. Oh, okay. have you finished? Sorry. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Yeah. That's oh. it. <laughs> Sakura. Yeah. Do you believe the Earth is flat? Absolutely not. It's a dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> How else do you explain the, ma- the mountains? It's obviously. T- So, yeah, um, uh, yeah, it's a. Uh, he's basically saying, what does he do? Because he gets on with her really, really well. And dating's been really bad at the moment, but she believes that the earth is flat and um, it, the universe is geocentric. I've got a suggestion. Yeah, what's that? I think uh, the boyfriend should write a letter to uh, Elon Musk, mm. Jeff Bezos. Since they seem to believe that money grows on trees and a fantastic way of making everything that is going on in the world right now just seem not valuable at all, I know, let's launch some rockets into space for absolutely no apparent reason. And then if she does that, the girlfriend this is, um, she'll then go into the stratosphere and she'll see that the Earth is not flat. It's actually a cube. A cube? Hmm. Yes, but she also believes that the universe is geocentric, and also believes that the sun and the moon are the same size. Right. Well, everyone knows the moon's made of cheese, so yes, I, I think you know her what opinion isn't valid. I bet. I bet she like believes in like the biblical view of the world where you know you have heaven up, hell down, and then the sun and the moon revolve around the earth, and they're the Talking same size. Snake. And talk and talking snakes and apples and gardens and Judas Iscariot. Yes, also known as Glenn. Kill <laughs> <laughs> <Get> out, Sam. <laughs> Sam, what can we Sam for? Oh, fuck off! Just okay. Honestly, and on that bombshell. <laughs> <laughs> uh, basically, yeah, he needs to throw in the bin. That's or cool. another suggestion, Sakura. Yes. He gets the girlfriend to go on to Instagram and type in the username MattDyer2011. Okay. Um, then I'm sure the person on the other end of that page will, you know, take her in. I'm sorry, the bar is that low? So, Robert, let me ask you this question. Okay. How many years ago do you think it was since I last went on a date? Um... That's all we've got time know, for today. I know the right answer isn't month. And I know it's not years. How long has it been? That is for me many to years. Been many years. Many years, right. So you can't okay. be picky in these times, Sagor. Years. I'm just going to um, <laughs> just move on to some comments because, yes. Okay. Um, so some of the comments are... <laughs> Um, decide if you're okay with that level of intelligence um, and someone's then replied to that one saying it feels like more it feels more like willful ignorance than intelligence and I think that's accurate <laughs> my absolute favourite one is run, but watch out that you don't fall off the edge of the earth <laughs> brilliant genius and someone's replied to that saying um, 
Or, better yet, don't let her push you off the edge. (laughs) (laughs) Someone said, um, come on, my dude. She believes the earth is flat. You believe the date went really, really well. You're clearly made for each other. (laughs) (laughs) Savage. Wow. (laughs) Absolutely savage. Oh, my Lord. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Someone's actually replied to that saying, man, really, really well. It's just a sugar-coated way of saying that he put his P in her V. (laughs) (laughs) And he would have said the same even if she beat us for breakfast. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Oh, no. Well, drop down to the ring shop. You found the one. (laughs) (laughs) Reply. The flat ring shop. The flat ring shop. <laughs> <laughs> um, she gets a wedding washer, not a wedding ring. One <laughs> ring can rule them all. <laughs> oh. Oh, yeah, so my advice to you is... Get in the bin. Run. Don't let her trip up into the bin, though. Or off the edge of the earth. <laughs> And that's all we've got time for this week, guys. Oh, you're joking me. I know, I know. But if you guys want to listen to more Sandman Antics, make sure you come back next week for another instalment of the Sandman Antics podcast. And if a week is just too long to wait, I don't know. How can the listeners get more Sandman Antics content? Well, so they can visit our Instagram page where we are most active most of the time and the handle for that is at Sam Antics um, alternatively if you really want to you can write us an email um, the email address is samantixpodcast at gmail.com and we have a TikTok account how many sketches that Sam and I have done the uh, weeks or so skits and um, some duets and things it's really good indeed it is indeed it is and guys make sure you do go and check out the instagram the tiktok um just because the content there is oh my god in three words how would you describe the content on our tiktok and instagram sam matt antics so really fucking funny <laughs> <laughs> and as always we'll chat to you guys next week Ill wind is blowing. I've got tears in my eyes. <laughs>